0: So you mentioned about, you know, during that time you were doing like two to 4 million asset uh, values, you know, um, what about now? I mean, you, you, you quickly touch on, you know, you, you can figure a way to scale. What was that about? Yeah,
1: so, so it's certainly like partnering with other people is, is, is really a, a strong approach you can leverage other people and do bigger deals. So like I mentioned, I'm just closing uh escrow on a $67 million portfolio deal. My deal before that was a $50 million deal. So I'm doing much, much larger deals now, and uh, but I'm doing it with partners. And, and just, it depends on, on the actual deal and the partnership team for what I'm bringing to the table. But uh, but I'm able to do a lot bigger deals and get some some more scale there. And certainly like doing it out of state. Like I would never do a deal on my own out of state because I just don't want to live on an airplane and be there all the time. But if you if you have a good team, then you can kind of help each other out. Or if you maybe you got someone with boots on the ground in that location. They can take the lead in terms of the on site type stuff. So it makes it a lot more manageable when you're working with a, a large team on these larger deals. Right.
0: Right. Right. And um, do you still work like work on, you know, two to four million assets or you are now just focusing on larger assets?
1: Yeah, just larger assets. Now, I still manage those smaller deals. I still have them. They cash flow every month. The investors are happy. We're we're doing well with them, but I'm not currently acquiring any of those smaller deals right now. I
0: see. I see. Awesome. And uh, when you started to partner up with other people. Um, What are the aspects that you found to be most uh, in demand? And what are the aspects that you see to be, you know, um, kind of a common skill set for people in the industry?
1: I think in general, I think it falls into one of two buckets, either either finding deals or finding money. So those are the kind of the, the two big buckets, if you will, what, what, for what general partners are bringing to the table. Uh, but then if you start slicing the pie a little thinner, there's a lot of other aspects. Like you could be the person that's guaranteeing the loan. You could be the person that's focusing on underwriting. You could be the person that's doing a lot more on the ops side. Um, like let's say like on the asset management side, managing the property managers. Uh, for me, I tend to get involved in a lot of the value add deals, which means we're doing construction and rehab of the units. so you can get more involved on on the construction side of things. So there's a lot, there's a lot, lot to be done in different areas um, on these bigger deals. Uh, but in general, it would be one of those two big buckets is where most people would would find their their value or what value they're bringing to the table, right,
0: right. One, uh, actually, two of the people that I consider to be my mentors, Robert and Ross from the Real Estate Guys, um, they did uh, mention once that, you know, real estate is about matching the capitals with the deal, with the opportunities, with the value that you can create to the world. So really, it really resonate with what you just said. Um, throughout this process, what would you say to be the biggest challenge that you see maybe for your, your yourself or for other people's, what, what would you say to be the biggest challenge?
1: Well, I think that's something that's pretty interesting. And, and that's part of the reason why I like entrepreneurship is because those challenges always change, right? So my challenges I'm dealing with this year are different than last year, and they're going to be different than what I'm dealing with next month. So, so from that standpoint, it, it always keeps things interesting, you know, you never get bored. Uh, In in this current environment, as we're filming this in in March of 2023, the the current challenges uh, revolve more around debt and interest rates and trying to to get creative on how to make deals pencil uh, in this debt environment where interest rates have increased significantly over the last 12 months and uh and trying to get creative on the financing is is a, a de- definitely significant challenge right now um but it also like like anything else there's opportunities there right so you're not you're not having you know a bidding war on on projects uh, right now which is nice um there's a lot more sellers that are open to, to, to doing seller financing which which can be very helpful so uh, there's different different things that that change in the environments and they're just different challenges that you have to deal with Uh, they never go away they just they're just continually changing different form right yeah yeah but but look you gotta i mean going back to your mindset for transformation or mindset in transformations like like it's all about mindset right If, if you're looking at these challenges or obstacles and if you're being negative about it like you're going to beat yourself up every day. I mean, it, it can be pretty brutal and, and de, de, demoralizing. But but you got to have that mindset transformation and say, you know what? OK, this is a challenge with every challenge comes opportunity. And what's the opportunity that is in this challenge? You know, the book uh, by Ryan Holiday, uh, The Obstacle is the Way, like he really dives into this. It's a great book talking about how the obstacle is the way you need to go. You might not know on day one what you're going to get out of it or what you're going to learn from it, but rest assured there is a lesson there, and and the obstacle is the way you're supposed to go, and you just need to learn through it. And to me, a big part of that is is mindset transformation.
0: Love it, love it, Chad. And guys, if you are listening to our conversations right now, um, this is part of the reason why we're being you know so focused on mindset, because mindset really eventually drive your decision making drive your action taking right and you know uh, speaking to chat actually you know already make me feel like you know there's another step forward for just myself on 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 mindset setting right um you know in in real estate or in any other businesses you know as long as you are your entrepreneur there's always challenges like, what Chad said, right? And how we're going to face it, how we're going to, you know, overcome it, really are the lesson that we that we can learn from, and how, you know, those lessons will help us grow. It's is really how entrepreneur, you know, grow. So, Chad, I really appreciate you saying all all, all these things. Um, so, I mean, th- throughout your throughout your journeys, not just on real estate, and of course, you need to be meeting a lot of people you know, as an entrepreneur, um, what are the the common mindset that that you've been seeing some people, you know, have been consuming the um, informations the the, uh, you know, the data or, you know, books, but not taking actions? Like, what are the common mindset that you recognize? And, you know, you would even help them overcome those, you know, mindset?
1: This is a huge one. And it's something that I've spent a lot of time kind of thinking about and, and believing and, and you might even be able to relate to this as, as an engineer. We always talk about the term that you've got paralysis by analysis, right? Yeah. Engineers have a natural tendency to just always wanna know more, learn more, and, and maybe be a little bit risk averse, which, which impedes their progress. And the corollary to that is, and this is what I try to learn for myself or my own mindset shift is I, that I don't want perfection to get in the way of progress, right? I'd rather have something that's 80% complete and I'm moving forward rather than waiting for 100% and just never moving forward or moving forward very slowly. So, So for me that that's taken a a long, long time to get through, you know, if maybe some of your audience can can learn from our mistakes or things we learned along the way, like you got to move forward. You got to take action, right? You mentioned Robert and Russ. Those guys are also my, my mentors. I'm in their inner circle mastermind group and, and their tagline is education for effective action. They don't want to just give you education because frankly education doesn't do you a whole lot if you're not going to do anything with it, right? You can be an an academic or an intellectual and just sit around and think about things. But but no, like Robert and Russ want effective action. You know, I want progress. So entrepreneurs have to have progress. That's the lifeblood. You got to be making decisions. You're not going to know 100% of all the information before you need to make a decision to move. Because if you don't, Someone else will, and they're going to get the benefits of it and you're going to lose out. Exactly. So this is a, this is a big one for me on, on, uh, with respect to mindset, you know, don't get in your own way by overanalyzing things.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And I'll, I'll take that advice and listen to it again, you know, over and over guys, if you're like us, <laughs> if you're an engineer, if you're a scientist, or if you come from, you know, scientific background, really, you know, um, Sometimes it you, you you have to take some risks, and sometimes you really need to take actions without thinking too much or overthinking, right? Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we want to focus on the the other lifeblood for entrepreneurs, cash flow, right? That 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 is Whoa, a, big, a big big month. topic, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I'm not going to let you get away with the chat, really, you know that that is really something that will keep the businesses from you know failing and really that is where it led us all to financial freedom so when we come back we'll dive more into it thank you for coming back uh yeah you're tuning in to m.i.t podcast today we have chad here he just shared with us his awesome journeys on how he you know originally from engineer and all the way become a very successful real estate investor. Um, we, we we touch on you know mindset and and how the mindset help us you know getting into quick decision making, effective actions, these kind of things. If you miss all these or if you miss some of those, I encourage you to go back and really listen to to those sections because those would really help you make progress. In this section, we want to focus more on the lifeblood of. All entrepreneurs and all businesses, which is cash flow. So, um, cash flow is certainly one you know thing that 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 most real estate investors are focusing on. Um, so, Chad, in our market today, uh, how do you see the opportunity for people to uh, expand their cash flow? You know, uh, and and how does it you know differentiate with the say the market last year?
1: Yeah, I'm glad we're, we're talking about this. It, it's, it's key, I believe. It's, it's so important that it's actually the tagline for my company, which is freedom through passive income. And uh, that passive income needs to be regular and it comes in the form of cash. So it, uh, it really is the, the, the crux of life, lifeblood of a business. You know, you hear cash is, cash is king. Uh, it's also cash flow is, is the key to, to freedom or financial freedom and, uh, and, and passive income is, is a great way to get there. And real estate can do that for you. One of the great things about real estate is aside from getting typically a, a monthly distribution, sometimes quarterly, but a lot of that is, is protected by the depreciation losses that are attributed to each investor through, through these investments and that protects your, your cash flow from being taxed at the time, it's tax deferred generally. Uh, you, typically you'll have to pay it at some point and I'm not a CPA, so check with your CPA on, on frankly, all the stuff we're talking about today and your lawyer, but, but for most people, their cash flow is, is shielded from taxes through these depreciation uh, write-offs. And it's a great way to, uh, to grow your passive income stream over time now, I will say one of the challenges that, that we have as real estate investors, especially when you're starting out or maybe midway through your career, you tend to be very asset rich and cash poor. You know, you might have heard that saying. And and the idea is that, you know, when you're growing your portfolio, you tend to keep reinvesting your money in real estate. And that really is the, the smartest thing to do. But one of the challenges with that is is it can be a drain on your cash flow, right? Like you might have the cash flow coming in, but you're actually not spending it on on your your livelihood or living. You are actually reinvesting that in real estate, and ultimately, it's a great way to become wealthy, and as they say, real estate is the best get rich slowly scheme out there because <laughs> it takes time, right? You can have some cash flow, but acquiring assets takes time. You know, the equity uh, increase on these assets does take time. So uh, over time you can become very wealthy, but, but passive income and specifically cash flow is a, is a critical part of that.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And for people who just get started, you know, the, in real estate, what would be, what would be the, the advice that you would give them, you know, to expand their cash flow? Right. For, so for example, some so, just get off college and have no experience at all. What would you tell them?
1: So I, I like to talk to people about we all have one or more of three different things, t- three different things, time, talent, or treasure, treasure being money. So if you're just getting out of college, you probably don't have much treasure. And you, you frankly, you don't have a whole lot of talent or experience, but you've got a lot of time. And that can be very valuable to wealthy people or very successful people. They might need some help in that regard. And if you have time, then, then that's a, a very good asset to have. And, and all young people have time, right? So, so that, that's just for answering your question, for people just getting out of college, that's like the first place that I would start kind of partnering with someone else, offering to help out with whatever you can help out with, investing your time with them, investing your time in learning and education Those are all really great ways to start. Um, and then as you get more experience or talent, then you're able to contribute in different ways. And ultimately you have treasure. I think, I think when it comes to investing, there's really two, two main areas, right? You're either going to be a passive investor or an active investor, like running your own deals, two very different paths. Uh, frankly, you know, being a passive investor is, is the way to go. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'd like, you know, I'm partially there. I'm a passive investor on several deals, but, but ultimately most people want to become truly passive investors and just have passive income, but it takes a a lot, a lot of money to get there a lot of time. So, so in in the, in the meantime, before that happens, you can be an active investor and, and getting on a team and helping out with, with time. Um, Or a great way to get started is just as a limited partner or as an investor in a deal, even if you don't have a whole lot of money, maybe you've got some money saved up and invest in a deal and you're going to learn. You're going to learn by by following your own investment, right? It's like anything else, like maybe even stocks might be a good analogy, but you might not pay attention to a company, but once you're invested in the company, you sure as heck pay attention to it, right? The same thing if you make an investment in real estate. Like, you're going to pay attention to that real estate. You're going to start paying attention to the market. You're going to start reading news on what's going on in, in that asset class. Like, all these are like an educational process. And you could get that education for sometimes as little as 50,000 bucks in an investment. And not only is it an investment in your education, but you're going to be getting a return on that also. Right. And then, and then finally, when you exit that deal, you're going to have that experience under your belt. And you're gonna be able to say, yeah, I'm an investor. You know, this is the deal I went full cycle on. This is what happened. And you learn a lot from that process, but you don't have, you don't have any investor money at risk at that point. You're only dealing with your own money. If you do your homework correctly and and whatnot, it's probably a pretty safe investment. And you can learn a lot that way just from being a, an LP in the beginning.
0: Awesome, Chad. I, I love what you just said. And if you're listening in, hey, uh, Chad and I um, are both syndicators so really if you have 50k or if you have 100k that you're looking to expand your your, you know, education by investing like what Chess said reach out to us, right? I mean we always have opportunity to come out I don't know about you Chad, about 50,000 but you know, me certainly have some opportunity for 50,000 investor, right? So, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, opportunity out out there, and really, if you look at their numbers, if you really look at you know how they out- operate things, you can learn a lot from it, just by being a passive investor, right? Um, so, Definitely. so Chad, I mean, with with your expertise and your experience, you know, if you were to to uh, to start over again, being a passive investor an active investor, which which past would you be taking on, you know, the in terms of real estate investing?
1: Look, I think it really depends on on what you have, right? I, I think if, if you have money, being a passive investor is a great way to go. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people, especially starting out, might not have money. Uh, it's worth mentioning, by the way, this could be retirement money, right? You could have a self-directed IRA and, and use retirement money for it. Um, so that you could have a solo 401k, use, use that. So there, you, you can get creative with it, um, but assuming that you don't have, have money, then you're, you're probably gonna wanna get on the active side of things. Um, but, but you need to really invest in your education first and your networking. You know, We've talked about the real estate guys a, a fair amount and, and that they put on conferences. It's a great way to start network, networking with other people but you've, you've got to invest in yourself first if you're doing it on the active side. And, uh, and that takes time, it takes networking, it takes meetup groups of uh, perhaps finding a mentor, like you mentioned earlier, can be a, a very good approach, uh, but you got to invest in yourself in the education because if you just show up and you don't know anything, you're like, okay, help me out. Like if it's all about you, you're, you're it's gonna be slow moving, right? You you got to bring something to the table, and sometimes that takes a little time. Right,
0: right. You can't just go to a group and say, "Hey, I I don't know what I can offer. There's nothing I can offer, but I want to, you know, <laughs> partner up with you guys." There's no way people would partner up with no. you, right? So really educate yourself, no. um, and and learn more about you know what you're going to do, and really focus on one niche at a time, right? Focus on that, make that become your expertise. And offer that to the to the group of, of people that you're ready to go into a deal with, right? Chad, today's yeah. conversation has been awesome. Um, your company CSQ, you have any anything that you want to introduce your company to our audience?
1: Sure. So I mean, you can you can follow us at, uh, at all social channels at CSQ Properties, uh, the website csqproperties.com. And for any of the entrepreneurs listening, I put together a, a pretty nice ebook about why entrepreneurs should be investing in apartment buildings. And you might find some value there and that you can download that ebook uh, from the website as well.
0: Awesome. And we'll include all those link to the podcast note. And if you're tuning in from YouTube, we'll also include that in the uh, video note. So if you have any question, feel free to reach out to chat. And you know, just by speaking to chat, I learned a whole lot. So um, really, if you have any questions, any any uh, you know potential you know mentorship that 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 you're trying to look for, reach out to Chad, right? Um, uh, Chad. Before we wrap up today, is there any any you know last uh you know piece of advice that we missed that you want to sh- to uh, share with our uh, audience? Uh,
1: you know, I'll, I'll circle back to what I think was really important when we were talking about education for effective action. And and the, the main thing is just taking the first step, you know, take a step in the direction you want to go. If you're going from A to B, sure, the best the best way is a straight line, but don't focus on always making it. It doesn't have to be a straight line. You can zigzag to get there. And frankly, most of us do zigzag to get from A to B. Right. Exactly. You, you move a step and then you learn a little bit and you adjust. Right. That's the key. Is just taking that step and then adjusting as necessarily as necessary, and and eventually you will get to point B, and you'll be a better person for it. So take action and get moving.
0: Awesome, awesome, Chad. I appreciate you um, to coming to our show today. You know, time you spend to share those you know great value of of uh, advice, content, story, was a fabulous, guys. If you're a listener and go follow Chad, really, you know, um, take some education and take actions, right? um chad thanks again to come to our podcast um i want you know feel free to come back anytime you're always welcome
1: thank you benjamin appreciate it